0: but here he is the the savant the nba guru the actor the great public speaker we always love having him on to talk nba on sunday nights just a great bill horrenda what's up bill dave it's always good to be with you a lot going on in the nba is we're just about 10
1: games into the season it's hard to believe
0: what is going on in cleveland a big road win a spanking of the Knicks, 126 points today they're seven and four now bill uh, I don't. Are they actually a good team? Did did we did we miss uh, the Cavaliers this year? No, you know what, Dave? I've I've really been uh, you know
1: optimistic about Cleveland. I mean, you know, when you look at Jared Allen, uh, Garland, and Sexton, the backcourt. Uh, this is a team now that's five and three on the road, seven and four overall, and you know they're just one of these young plucky teams that you know they had a good start last season as well. Now, of course, that was before they acquired Jared Allen. So, like anything else, uh, you know, you have to be patient and just kind of take your time. But, uh, again, I'm not surprised that they've gotten off to a, to a good start. They've got some good talent. Vickers done a great job there with the staff. And don't, don't forget, you know, these guys like, you know, Osmond uh, are, are just kind of good, good role players. So I, I really like what's going on in Cleveland. And, you know, the addition of Ricky Rubio, a veteran guy in the backcourt, that certainly doesn't hurt.
0: Well, you look at that starting lineup, Bill. Uh, you, you mentioned Jared Allen and Laurie Markin, and up front Evan Mobley, a Rookie of the Year candidate. Sexton and Garland's a good backcourt. Rubio at 37 tonight against the Knicks. Uh, this is a pretty solid team. It's incredible,
1: Dave. It really, really is. And uh, it just goes to show you, uh, you know, now it, they've won two in a row on the road, right? They beat, they beat Toronto by one on Friday night. Then they go into Madison Square Garden, and we've talked a lot about the Knicks' renaissance. uh, But to win there and to win big uh, is just outstanding. And, I mean, entering tonight, uh, you look at Mobley, he's averaging 14 points per night, uh, 49% from the floor, eight rebounds, uh, you know, 1.3 blocks. uh, You know, and it's interesting in that Friday night, watching uh, Allen on the floor with Mobley, and I think maybe people were looking at that askance. Can they play together? And I I believe they certainly can, and they have.
0: Yeah, and 26-9 and for Mobley tonight against the Knicks, rounding into shape. It's a really good-looking rookie. But well, the Oklahoma City Thunder are 2-6, Bill. Their only two wins were a 26-point come-from-behind win against the Lakers and then a 19-point come-from-behind win against the Lakers. and L.A. sitting there at 5-5 five and five right now. You know, that second OKC, OKC loss was without LeBron, and they got spanked last night without LeBron and AD at Portland. Uh, is this just to be expected to, with an aging team like this that they're gonna, guys are going to miss a lot of games?
1: Well, I think we have to preface it with, you know, it's certainly early. And you're right, LeBron James is out. Also, you know, what can you expect from Taylor and Horton Tucker and none when they're, when they're able to contribute? I, I think what's concerning about the Lakers is, you know, they've been such a good defensive team. Dave. They led the league in defensive rating mm-hmm. last season. You turn around now, they're middle of the road. They're 16th. And they're also playing at a particularly high pace. They're playing at the second highest pace in the league. So what that means is that there are more possessions and there are more possessions to defend. Now, you know, the other night I was reflecting on, uh, on uh, Mike Conley with the Jazz, and it took him a while to get acclimated and I think that this could be a similar deal with Russell Westbrook. Now, there are different types of players. I get that. And patience is certainly thin in Los Angeles, as we know. But again, we talked about this early on, you know, in the preseason that with the risk of injuries, it's good to have a guy like Westbrook around. We don't wish injuries on anyone, of course, but without LeBron, perhaps this is an opportunity for Westbrook to step up, of course.
0: Well, it is early, as you just said, Bill, but I think this is a question that needs to be asked. Uh, the 76ers are 8-2, and two, sitting on top of the Eastern Conference. Joel Embiid is playing a, a lot of point center, maybe inventing a new position here. Are they better without Ben Simmons? Uh, I guess we've got to ask it, even after 10 games.
1: No, I don't think so, David. They're off to a terrific start. I mean, they're 4-1 on the road, 8-2 and two overall. They have the longest uh, winning streak in the league early on here at six games. And they're at the Garden tomorrow. They entertain the Knicks tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken, looking to go for seven in a row. So Tibbs and company will have to turn the page. But here, you know, again, they won the other night without Tobias Harris. And I think it's one of these deals where over the short term, they're playing well. But over the long term, defensively, you need a a guy like Ben Simmons and his ability. Now, I'm not sure if this is going to happen as far as him, you know, Resurrecting with the Sixers. You know, I'd look at a team like Sacramento, uh, who, you know, they've got some good young players uh, in Halliburton and Mitchell, the young rookie. Holmes has been terrific in the middle. Harrison Barnes, Harrison Barnes has been extremely productive. Are they willing to deal a guy like the Aaron Fox? To get better defensively, does Daryl Morey see De'Aaron Fox as a potential All Star? There, are, there would have to be other pieces in the mix there to make that happen. But Sacramento's kind of, you know, they lost to Indiana. The Pacers pick up their first road win today. Uh, it's been, you know, they've shown some good signs. But I think long term, if the Kings are serious about getting better, they have to do it defensively. Sometimes you have to give to get. I'd keep an eye on that for sure.
0: I wouldn't trade De'Aaron Fox straight up for Ben Simmons. I, I love Fox.
1: Yeah, you know, Dave, I I like him too, but if if, if there are developmental areas to his game, as there are to everyone's game, the opposition right now uh, can can, can go under every pick and roll until he proves that he can shoot the three-pointer. Now, I know he had a big game uh, in their win the other night over Charlotte. I I get it, Uh, but I I do think that uh, you have to explore all options and, and see here, uh, what, what you can do. And I think from Sacramento's perspective, they've got to get better defensively. Yep. And uh, from Philly's perspective, uh, you, you know, you have to maybe compromise if you're going to deal with this guy. You may not get uh, everything that you want in a trade. And, of course, Portland's another. Uh, there are no, numerous trade destinations potentially for Simmons, Sacramento, Portland being just a few.
0: How about the Warriors at 7-1 and one without uh, James Wiseman and, of course, without Clay? We have <laughs> that knee injury. That, that's a great start for the Warriors.
1: Dave, I had a re-look at my notes. How about these numbers for the Warriors? They are holding their opponents to under 100 points per night. Their differential is plus 13.8. Yep. They're second in the league in field goal percentage against. They lead the league in defensive rating and net rating. Uh, and they're playing at the fifth highest pace in the league. They have been absolutely uh, sensational. They're 3 and 0 on the road, 7 and 1 overall, and when they get Wiseman and Thompson back, uh you know, guys have really stepped up for them. Uh, you know, you look at Gary Payton II, he's been great. Uh, Jordan Poole, they're a very fun team to watch.
0: The great Bill Horrenda joining Dave Smith, talking NBA here at Sports Rap Radio and Boy, I must be an idiot, Bill Horrenda, and I know you agree with that assessment right there, but I, I, I must be an idiot because I'm surprised every year that the Jazz are so good. you think I would learn that they're a really good team, but every year I'm surprised they're as good as they are. Yeah,
1: they're very well-balanced. I mean, they were one of four teams, as of the other night, Dave, that are in the top ten in offensive and defensive rating. And, you know, they lost now back-to-back games, a tough one at Miami, and they got popped by Orlando on the road. Cole Anthony went for 33 points. But Quinn Snyder does a terrific job. You know, the backcourt of Conley and Mitchell, Hassan Whiteside's been very good for them off the bench, backing up Rudy Gobert. You know, they've got these glue guys like Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles can stretch the floor, Bogdanovich is terrific. Uh, You know, one of the things with them, though, is that, you know, they're 26th in the league in points off turnovers, and they're in the bottom five in uh, turning people over defensively. So that's something that, uh, really hurt them in the playoffs. But, uh, again, they have been just really good, and they're built up for the regular season. But when they get Rudy Gay uh, and also with Whiteside here, can that push them uh, to another level in the playoffs? Because that's really got to be the goal for Utah. And, again, it was Chicago, Miami, the Warriors, and Utah, as of the other night, top 10 in offensive and defensive rating, the only four in the league.
0: Look, Kevin Durant was great last year. He's leading the NBA in scoring at 28 points a game this year. 33 years old, Bill. Uh, I was thinking, is he the only NBA player you've ever seen that came back at 100% off an Achilles tear, especially at his age?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are guys out there, you know, like Wes Wes Matthews uh, came back from that injury. Uh, David has performed well. But uh, he's just such an unbelievable talent, Durant is. And, uh, you know, now he's proving his durability. And he's just, you know, unguardable at times. And and you're right. I mean, he's averaging, you know, 29 points on 19 field goal attempts. He's 57% uh, from the floor. He shoots 38% from three, 80% from the line. You know, what's scary, Dave. He's only getting to the free throw line this season uh, at six attempts per year, uh, per, per game. But, uh, He's just a unique uh, talent in, in, in every way. And, again, uh, sometimes there's just nothing you can do uh, against him defensively.
0: Well, I like Denver and Brooklyn in the finals before the year, Bill. Uh, have you changed your mind about anything, any predictions, uh, what's going to happen down the road? I know it's early.
1: It's very early. And, you know, watching last night, I almost thought that Miami and Utah could be uh, yep. a, a finals preview. Uh, I, I certainly like Denver a lot. I like, I like the Nets and their talent. Uh, You know, the Warriors have been so good. I think we'd be silly uh, to count them out. And Miami, Dave, has been so tough. I mean, they lead the league in field goal percentage against. They're third in offensive rating, fourth in defensive rating, second in net rating. You know, with Butler and Adebayo, Hero off the bench, Robinson, uh, they just really have uh, just a great mentality. Martin has been solid for them coming off the bench as well. Uh, Miami is a team that I think is really scary. It's early, but they're seven and two, three and one on the road. Uh, they're another uh, dangerous team, but but to me, it's just it's just too early because injuries play such a big part as well in in forecasting and predicting uh, who's going to be around. Uh, but but it makes for great fodder uh, to speculate on what teams are going to get there.
0: Hey, that didn't stop you last year when you picked Phoenix before the year to get to the finals, and you were correct, Bill so, so, You take more credit. A lot of times you don't wait till the season moves along.
1: I know, Dave. I'm getting I'm getting gun shy. What, what, can I, what can I say? I need to absorb a little bit more here before I, I, I go uh, bullish on a couple of teams.
0: Well, you'll be calling me a genius when Denver's holding up the hardware at the end of the year, Bill Horrenda. This year I'll be the genius. That's
1: right, Dave. That's right. You'll you'll retake uh, the mantle. You'll retake your rightful place there.
0: There he goes. Build the genius surrender with Dave Smith right here at Sportsmap Radio and sportsmapradio.com.